0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 109. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's
1: get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Dorian arrives. Uh,
2: Lily? I'm trying to decide if this is going to start awkward or not. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I think it's going to have to. (laughs) She's going to let him in.
1: Snowball's watching.
2: Yeah, so here's the thing. This is going to be...
1: So Snowball's there. What shape is he in? Do you try to command Snowball to take a particular shape? I mean, the layout
0: no. is probably the safest option.
1: But you just let you want it, You're going to let Snowball be Snowball. She's yeah. She's going to let Snowball be Snowball,
2: and she's going to. I think she's going to let Durian in nervously because I think at this point she's decided that she has to tell him about Snowball. Okay. So she's going to. He's going to come in, and she's going to have another big secret. Okay. This time she didn't clean as much because she just realized, crap, I can't keep lying to Durian about this. Right. If he's going to go on a mission with us.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so Snowball, just so we're clear, has essentially three three primary forms. Mm-hmm. The zergling, the lyote, and the woman. And yeah.
0: A smaller chance is just regular changeless
1: glob. Globalisk, which is usually when he's in between forms or he's injured in healing.
2: On the ship, he usually doesn't take the Zergling form.
1: He's usually Lyot or human.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's all going to be the same.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs>
2: He's going to have to explain what he is anyway.
1: So I'm just going to roll a D100. First 33 Zergling, next 33 Lyot, next 33 Terran, and you know, at 100 it'll be blah, blah, blah.
2: If the form quest wasn't enough, we might be breaking out of prison here in a minute. After I explained to Durian that we have a Zerg on board that we've been smuggling around.
1: Indeed. Okay. Uh, 93. Snowball is in like Terran form. Which is, you know, a medium height woman of somewhat nondescript. But not as nondescript as Lily somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think uh, like blonde hair. Kind of chilling out. Looking around like wide-eyed things.
2: I think once he knocked, she decided to tell him. So Okay.
1: Like, do you like meet him at the door and, like there's something I need to tell you or
2: Lily usually puts Snowball in her room when the door's gonna be opened. He's locked in the room.
1: Snowball's locked in a room? Yeah. Give me a leadership check.
2: My intent is that Snowball's locked in the room. This might not be okay. the case.
1: Two purples.
2: It would be funny if I succeed this and not all of the forging. <laughs>
1: You've had a rough time with that forging.
2: No, it's a wash. I don't. Okay, so I'm trying to get Snowball in the room.
1: You're trying to get Snowball in the room. You hear knock, knock, knock.
2: And Lily's just like, fuck
1: it. And she goes and answers the door. Yeah, I mean, Snowball's in human form. It's not that bad. This is your mute friend. Yeah. You'll figure something out.
2: She doesn't really know what she's planning right now. So at this point, she answers the door. Did she clean up all the forgery stuff? Yeah, she probably put that all. Yeah, you had an hour. Yeah.
1: So it's... It's cleaned up as it gets in here. Yeah. She probably just stacked it to the side. You open the door. There is indeed Durian. He says, hey, uh, I brought a couple MREs. I figure we might be eating over dinner. Do you prefer pasta or almost pizza? Almost pizza. Cool. I can never quite eat the almost pizza. It's just like, why almost? She laughs a little nervously. <laughs> uh, give me a cool check. Of a uh, a red and a purple like durian. Oh no, just two purples. He's pretty. Yeah,
0: I mean, but he's bringing MREs. That's gonna
2: make Snowball like him. <laughs>
1: oh, well, wow. he brought two MREs though, because he didn't know there was gonna be a third.
2: A triumph and two threats.
1: Oh, but a failure, but with a triumph and two threats.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
1: Durian like misinterprets for a second, and uh, uh you know, you two guys, it's a hello kiss. I think.
2: Oh, okay. So then he kisses her hello from her perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah. Surprised.
2: Oh, okay. She's into that.
1: Maybe you take some strain. You weren't expecting that, perhaps.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And like and then he comes in and he sees, he's like, oh, oh, sorry, was I I didn't know you had a friend here.
2: So he thought she was nervously kissing him.
1: Uh hi, I'm Durian. Snowball like looks over kinda wide-eyed.
0: That's the guy who shot me! <laughs>
1: He might not know. You know what? There's a
0: good chance. But Durian's not in his power armor now, right?
1: And no, he's not in his power armor. That's true. Uh, but sight might not be the only.
0: Right. The only spy sense that Snowball. And you
1: know what? He is like literally a spy. That's the thing. He, he said, no, okay. He's just a little agitated. Uh, Snowball, kind of pulls back a little bit, breathes heavily.
2: There's there's something I need to tell you, Durian.
1: Oh okay. Um He's like this is your girlfriend, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like it's you, I'm really sorry if you I didn't know, if you're already seen somebody, I I'm, I'm really sorry. I I think Lily's a little too wrapped up in her <laughs> how she's <laughs> Lily's got something much more serious to tell him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um this 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 is Snowball. Okay, I mean that's a cool name. Is that like a nickname? And like he looks
1: over to her.
2: I'm going to kind of step because I don't want him to attack him. But I guess I don't know what if Lily thinks he's going to believe her. He's
1: a zerg. I think you need to make a check here. <laughs> it's like you need to convince Durian like, yes, this is actually a zerg. I'm not making this shit up. Yeah. I feel like this is a streetwise check. Like you're not shitting me. That kind of thing. His initial reaction is like, this a zerg. That's lit. No, come on. That's ridiculous. That's a funny joke, Lily. What's going on? Oh 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 my gosh. You're like you mean your friend is infested. Oh that's I'm really sorry. So like that's like there's this roller coaster of emotions.
2: Yeah. Well let's see what, what I convey. So what's the difficulty
1: on it? Uh yes, a streetwise check to convince him that you're serious and that like no it's a zerg, not an infested terror like actually a zerg. Two purples and a black. This is totally uncanny to him.
2: Do I want to try to upgrade? I haven't been succeeding anything. Yeah, I'm gonna try to upgrade. I'm not gonna use the flashback because okay. that just seems like it'd be weird in the middle of this. Okay, three successes, four threats.
1: Four threats. Okay, you convince him this is a zerg. You're gonna take two strain. Uh huh. The other two, I'm banking. And like, Durian's looking at you, and like, he like leans in you to whisper. He's like, Lily, you're telling me you got a zerg. Like, we can't have a zerg on this. Sh- like, just putting the whole Assault platform a danger. We gotta turn this over to like special containment unit, right? <sighs> what is Lily gonna say? This, this thing's dangerous. You we both know
2: that. We got the scars to prove it. No, he can't he won't hurt anybody.
1: Like he looks over ah.
2: He's my responsibility.
1: <laughs> Listen, Lily, I you know what the Zerg has done to countless worlds. I know. Look And yeah. The Dominion and other Terrans have done some pretty terrible things. But Zerg ain't
2: pets. He won't hurt anybody. He can't hurt anybody.
1: That he can't hurt anybody is what you say.
2: Well, she says both. He won't and then he can't. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, okay. I would like... I would actually like a knowledge Zerg check. So, like, what's the right way to demonstrate this? Yeah, let's see what I can do. Give me a two purple knowledge Zerg check. An advantage and a failure. Uh, So Snowball does not, like, change form to demonstrate, like, no, look, there's no teeth or anything. Durian kind of does, like, go over and, like, poke Snowball. Like, Snowball, like, pokes him back, but, like, Snowball, like, no bones or anything. Durian's, like, weirded out.
2: Yeah, I mean... He's he's... not
1: panicking, and he's not, like, pulling a gun or anything. Uh, You can recover a strain.
2: Yeah.
1: He's like, look, where did you find this, sir?
2: I found him on Marsara. He was a larva. How long have you had him? You found a larva? Yeah. And then Lily's like, yeah, it was dumb.
1: I guess that is pretty close. This doesn't look like a larva anymore.
2: Yeah, I've sort of been taking care of him. He's a changeling.
1: uh, Let's see how much Durian knows about...
2: You know what? Lily's even... At this point, I mean, she's got a thing about being true to her friends and not lying. I put a catalyst on him. He turned into a changeling.
1: Lily, I have no idea what a changeling is. Or a a catalyst. I'm not really a a scientist.
2: He can change shapes. That's crazy. When he grows up, he's kind of a... I think he's like a spy.
1: I'm not sure if that's better or worse.
2: He doesn't need to watch us plan the mission.
1: Well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. But, I mean, you've got a Zerg spy on this, like... How do we know he's not feeding information back to the the Zerg?
2: Cause that's our job. <laughs> I just assume he is.
1: But I mean really that's it's one thing to like put ourselves in danger. But like that puts the whole platform in danger, the whole army.
2: I know it's dumb. I'm trying not to that's why he stays on the ship.
1: Okay, okay. You you can keep him on the ship at least. Yeah. Has he been off the ship?
2: On the planet, but not on the platform.
1: Okay, so I might have seen some of our bases or something. Wait, when did he come down to the planet with us? Oh, your ship went down. That's right. I don't know if she's going to tell him he shot him. Give me a cool check of uh, two purples. Two failures and a threat. Two failures and a threat. Like, during, like, kind of senses, there's... There's more. You're being really kind of shy. Even more quiet than normal. Particularly, you know, lately. Wait, wait, wait. You brought this down. And didn't, like, Imogen go and check on, uh, Snowball, like, to confirm the kill or to gather a sample? Was the excuse? Yeah,
2: we were gathering samples in a big box. Yeah. You sample box. Oh. Okay, she can blurt it out. Yeah, he was the Zergling.
1: So I also, I almost killed this creature. You know, I thought I did confirm that kill.
2: He's like, you mean I didn't actually
1: kill him? Not, not like, angry, but just, like, surprised. Like, I thought I knew when a Zerg was dead. I I learned something new today. Thank you, Lily.
2: Well, he wasn't a Zergling. Right.
1: Lily, really, I don't know if it's safe to keep a, a Zerg spy on this ship.
2: I honestly don't know what to do with him. When I found him, he was being controlled and he had tech in his head. And then, at this point, we're just
1: trying to return him to someone. I mean, why don't we just... Take him down to the planet and, like, release him. That's, I guess, you know, he hasn't seen anything he's already seen.
2: I don't Someone think- Someone
1: was control with tech in his head. What? What is that about? Okay. That's
2: <laughs> all coming out. At this point, she's gonna be like, this tattoo.
1: It <laughs> looks uh, Confederate.
2: I grabbed him because he had tech in his- Wait, does he have his bag?
1: It's probably in your room.
2: I grabbed the bag. And I show him the tech.
1: Durian looks at it like some kind of technology?
2: Yeah, so when I found him, he had this in his head.
1: So I grabbed him. Who puts tech in a Zerg head? Like, you said he was a larva? Yeah. Why? That's what I thought.
2: (laughs) But the tech does have the Cerberus logo on it.
1: Yeah, which means nothing to Durian. But he sees the same logo.
2: Cerberus was the facility where we were doing the experimenting on the Zerg, right? Yes, that is correct. Or where I was. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. For some reason, I'm like, Confederate Service.
1: They're like a part of the Confederacy. Perhaps somewhat autonomous, but...
2: Then Lily says, I was probably part of the experimentation on him.
1: I mean, but you, you were, you know, socialized. You didn't have a choice, Lily. I don't remember. I might have. Even if you did that, like, you're you now.
2: And he's my responsibility.
1: Because you're worried you might have been the one that did this to him.
2: Yeah. <sighs> and I took the tech out of his head, and I put the catalyst on him.
1: Why didn't you put the catalyst on him? I mean, larva's pretty... doesn't get more harmless than that. I needed an advanced zerg to get into the facility. What kind of weird zerg research facility is this place? It's one I was in charge of. You were in charge? Experimenting on Zerg. Oh, when you were like a warrant
2: officer? I wasn't a warrant officer. I was. Alright, she's just gonna say, it. I was a colonel. What? You were a colonel? Woo! I was in charge of this facility on. What was the place? You
1: know, I never thought I'd be uh, dating an eagle one day.
2: Did he say dating?
1: Uh, he did say dating.
2: Oh. He's handling this so well. I think Lily might be blushing a little. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, I think we should release him back to the wild. Not here. Why, why not here? This is a Zerg controlled world.
2: Not safe.
1: What world is safe? He wants to go back to the Queen. How do you- can you talk to him? Do you- do you talk? He, like, turns over to Snowball.
2: No, somebody told me.
0: The Queen wants him to fulfill his mission. Aiden talked with snowball and like ascertained that like snowball eventually wants to go to the queen but needs to gather information first
1: yeah
2: yeah lily actually doesn't quite know what to do at this point she's just like she's fixated on taking him back to the queen or somehow getting him back to the queen so that's yeah what... like
1: when you get around to maybe visiting the queen of blades you'll drop him off then
2: like it, yeah that
0: lets you transfer him to somebody else who can take responsibility of him yes yeah
1: Aiden wasn't taking responsibility and maybe you didn't feel comfortable giving him to Aiden.
2: Yeah. Lily will say that. I mean, if there's somebody down there that will take responsibility for him, then...
1: Somebody like a, like a zerg. Yeah. You know any zerg broodmothers? I sure don't.
0: We did know one, but Snowball didn't want to go with her.
2: <laughs> That's true. Well, how's Lily going to say this? No one
1: appropriate. It's just, it's a lot... Dydurian like, sits down.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Like this is a lot to take in for him.
2: I'm, I'm sorry, Durian.
1: No, I mean I. Look, you you have a Zurich pet. I mean I. You know that's not ideal, right? You know it's 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 tough. <laughs> it's not ideal. I thought you know I had a criminal record before I joined the the military. That was pretty bad. You know I used to steal cars. I was in a gang. You
2: were you smuggling Zerg around by any chance?
1: Uh, no, no. I ran away from the Zerg. Anytime Zerg showed up on planet, I was out of there. I was looking out for Number One. At least that—that's what I remember. Yeah, no, it's Corhole Gang's a pretty rough place, but uh, yeah, I don't—I don't know, Lily. I, can we lock him up somehow until you can get to a planet that's safe?
2: Yeah, I mean, I generally bribe him with candy and lock him in my room.
1: Bribe him with candy? He likes power too. This is the weirdest zerg. No teeth, no claws, no bones. Love's power. It's a spy zerg.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't really do... Imogen's better at communicating with him. I can't seem to get him to do anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to talk to Zerg either. Sorry. He can change
2: into a Lyot. Really? And a Zergling. I mean, he's, he's new
1: at it. Are you sure he's Zerg and not just some weird changeling creature? No, you said he was a Larva when you found him. Yeah. Unless he was always a changeling and he was just pretending to be a
2: Larva. I mean, he could, but... I have some memories of what I did in the Zerg experimentation. He's a Zerg. Oh,
1: man. You found him. You feel like he's your responsibility. Anything bad happens. You feel like it's on you.
2: I mean, you saw. You can just shoot him. It's not like he's very good at defending himself. Yeah? It was much easier when he was a larva. He was indestructible. Yeah, that's true. Just carry him around in a backpack.
1: Is there any way we can... Turn it back into a larva? I don't know how their mutations work.
2: Ah, uh, I don't think so. I don't know what you would need to do that. Yeah, I don't know either. None of the other catalysts would work on him.
1: Okay. I would like for you, Lily, to make a negotiation check with Durian to kind of work out, like, what should we do? I think your goal is, like, we just lock Snowball up for now, and when we leave with him, like, we won't. Bring him to a Dominion facility. Yeah. Durian's goal is like we should release him on planet. And like even if Durian wins, quote unquote. That just informs how how things go forward.
2: If she agrees, then we can worry about it on planet. Maybe she just leaves Snowball on planet. Maybe that's what happens.
1: That's true. Okay. So how hard is this negotiation? Uh, like two purples. He does not have negotiation. No neither. Oh, one threat. Okay. Durian comes back around to like He's a Zerg. This planet is crawling with Zerg. There probably isn't a safer place for him. And like, this platform is also not safe for him. I think it's like, that's Zerian's argument. Yeah. Like, they haven't been doing super thorough infestation checks, but they might, particularly as crews start coming back up from planet. They're going to be looking for things. They might find him. And most Dominion soldiers will not hesitate for an instant to like, Light him up. No, you're, you're right. I mean, you know, it's, it's true. On rare occasion, Terrans and some Zerg have worked together. Last time we tried that, though, the Queen of Blades kind of betrayed everybody. So, uh, don't know when that'll be happening again.
2: You're not wrong, Durian.
1: So I think, I think it's safest for him to not be in the middle of a Dominion facility. Where there's way too many trigger-happy Marines who are looking to make their mark. Who who else knows about this, Zerk? Imogen. That makes sense. It'd be Hard to hide it from someone for that long. That's the only one? Here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like here is always... He was... Yeah. Nobody else here knows. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just safer to get the her... the thing... It's just really uncanny how it that's uh it's just really weird when
2: we go down for the mission yeah we'll see if there's a safe space for him to go
1: i think that's that's probably i think that's best for everyone you know then there's there's no spies he gets to rejoin his people i think that's that's probably what, what we want to do and uh maybe he shouldn't be listening I'll tell you what he could stay out here why don't we play in your room okay if you're always having a bribe with candy you know that stuff rots your teeth
2: yeah, I don't know if it's good for him, but you don't always have Crete.
1: That just unsettles Durian. Yeah. Uh, okay, you guys need to plan your attack plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know the general order, or the general area, Lily, where that you expect the adjutant to be, where you thought it was, you didn't find it before. Uh, so just give me a combined knowledge Terran roll to put together your battle plan. This might give you some bonuses when you go down.
2: I took a point in Terran, so I have a rank now.
1: Okay. I think he's probably got one rank in it as well. Uh, so he'll give you a blue die. Uh, his intelligence is also two.
2: Okay.
1: This just be a two purple check.
2: All right, let's see if I can succeed something.
1: Uh, you can take a second blue die because you have been down there recently, so you have good scouting information.
2: Okay, you know what? Uh, now I'm going to use the flashback.
1: Okay. Battle plan.
0: Well, this is good because you had the terazine previously to help you remember stuff down there. So your brain is already primed to remember useful things about this.
2: Okay, so flashback. Maybe it's something about the adjutant. Like maybe I remember a little bit more about being down there.
0: Yeah, I was saying the terazine had prompted memories of you even delivering the adjutant to this location, among other things. So I was just saying that those... Neurons of your brain are already uh, primed. Okay.
2: So it could be that, or it could be battle planning of something completely unrelated. dorian will get a nice front row seat of me zoning out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, narratively, it's a little bit of both. Like, your, your flashback, you're back into when you were just, like, putting the adjutant in storage. But as you look around, in the flashback, the rail yard kind of fades into... Its current form, where it's all decrepit, and you see like possible like Zerg attack patterns come in. So it's just sort of a psych style. You see, oh, over to the left, and you see like I imagine it's like holographic Zerglings rushing in. Like they could go that way. I need to be prepared here. They could come from this other direction. You look up. There's an opening in the ceiling. Mutalis could try to fly down there or hit us from there. You look down. There's holes in the ground. They could unburrow here at any point. Right. So it does that kind of like tactical awareness. But the scene kind of like refades back into your, into the then past of like you're storing the adjutant. And it's clear Lily at that time was also thinking about like, oh, what are the possible lines of attack? I just came into this room. How could I be attacked? Who are the threats? Who are the, where can I uh, shore up? It's just like that in the moment of battle, that planning.
2: And then at that point, she may actually have experience with the experimentation. So she knows a lot about Zerg.
1: That is definitely true. Okay. Because you're storing that, that research information. Okay. So it's, like, zerglings, like, typically, like, packs of four, sometimes packs of twelve. Mutilus, like, rarely seen in groups of greater than six. Right. Okay. Hydralis spines, lethal, up to 30 feet, still dangerous, up to 60 feet, something like that. There's, like, all the the equations and numbers, like, flying around in the flashback.
2: She's, like, a a zerg-fighting military genius, and we didn't know. You know? (laughs) Still alive. All right.
1: Two advantages. You will get a blue eye in the first thing you do down planet in the rail yard. Okay. For at least taking the time to remember and plan. Okay. Uh, and then I think you can recover some strain at the end of that encounter.
2: Okay, but I didn't succeed.
1: You did not succeed, so it's just like you and Durian are having a hard time reconstructing exactly what's where. Then I'll say, did you say dating? What?
2: <laughs> you seen <laughs> that pasta?
1: <laughs> And that'll end the scene.
2: Can we just be distracted by that? Because <laughs> I've got him in my room.
1: That's why your plan doesn't come together.
2: Yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute.
1: What did I? I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. <laughs> did you want me to have said dating?
2: She's like, how about now?
1: Well we'll fade out of that scene. <laughs> Imogen. Hi. You have some drugs?
2: Hi. And then I'm like, but wait, there's more. And comes in with (laughs) Terrazine. Yeah. Where
1: do you head?
0: I was told that Epsilon Squad is where Frank was assigned and that they'll be eating in a couple hours.
1: That is correct.
0: I am going to attempt to locate Epsilon Squad and hope that the air quality is better there.
1: Uh, As you're headed over there, you get a call on your comm.
0: Oh, crap. (laughs) I forgot my date.
1: It's Vaughn.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Do you answer? Let it go to voicemail?
0: I do answer. I can't... I don't want to burn bridges or anything like that.
1: Yeah. She says, hey, Imogen! I just... I always set, like, a five-minute reminder for appointments, so I just wanted to uh, look forward to see you. Uh, Shall we meet at the... No, he just says, you know how to get to the the mess hall.
0: Wait, are you attempting to set up a scene where I have two dates at the same time?
1: I mean, why not? (laughs)
2: We just need a twin. Oh, Snowball's with me.
0: (laughs) Oh, geez. You know what? That's fine. I...
1: A 15-minute appointment.
0: Yeah, Imogen is a confident person. She's sure she can handle all these things, even though she has failed everything in the last, you know, 20 dice rolls.
1: (laughs) It's been a rough night.
0: And there might still be a need to forge things. And in her mind, she's even like, oh, if I can, like, talk to Frank and, like, work things out with him ahead of time, then I'll know, like, what new things that we need to try to forge. Right. Yeah, great. Excellent. Fine. Talking with Vaughn would be fine.
1: Yep. Mess all. Not particularly nice. It's a mess? It is indeed a mess. usual kind of things. The drug dealer table is there. The poker table is there.
0: Oh, so this is very much like
1: the bar? It is right next to the bar.
0: Okay. Are they, like... The same space, just the bar is part of
1: it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I apologize if it's totally confusing because I'm making it up on the floor. <laughs> Uh Yeah, he meets you there.
0: Oh, so I am not able to find Frank first.
1: You have like five minutes. So you really don't have time to go find Frank first.
0: Okay, I'm confused because I, how many miss halls does this place have? Is Epsilon Squad not dining here?
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. My understanding of the timeline, and I could be mistaken, uh, is that you have your thing with Vaughn, then you're finding Frank in the mess hall. You're saying those two things are coincident.
0: I also had not understood the timeline. Okay. And I, it can be however you want it to be. If I can meet with Vaughn first. I just won't know what, what is going to come of talking with Frank at that point in time.
1: Sure. Uh, let's suppose they are coincident, but Vaughn is there like way before. You get there. 20 minutes early, doesn't matter. Vaughn is there. Okay. Yeah, it's a Vaughn that waves over to you excitedly. I look down at my watch and look up confused. He kind of picks up some papers. He's like, hey, oh, I know our our appointment doesn't officially start, so we can't discuss any official business. Uh, But just how are those papers going?
0: I interrupt him at that point. Okay. And I indicate that I respect his time way too much to, like, occupy any amount outside what is allotted to me.
1: I will 100% need a deception check.
0: I will be back in 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) Yep, definitely going to need a deception check. Uh, I'm going to upgrade this. A red and a purple.
0: I succeed with a triumph.
1: You succeed with a triumph. You respect the process.
0: Not a despair, though. So he shouldn't think I'm hotter because of this.
1: No, I think it's like he gets distracted. He's like, oh, you respect. You know what? You're absolutely right. We set our appointment for 4.15. It is only 4. I will absolutely see you then. I really, I really appreciate that. There is some work I, you know, should do.
0: All right. I would like to look around and see if I can find Frank.
1: Yeah, just a two purple and a black perception.
0: Failure with two advantages. Do I recognize anybody here from the bar the other night?
1: I will say that you don't see Frank exactly, but you do see there is a table full of people uh, and something strikes you as very off. The whole table, there's no conversation happening. Like the rest of the mess hall... People joking, giving each other a hard time, playing poker, dealing drugs, whatever. This whole table? Silence. Oh, they're all freshly re-socialized. It just, it's off. And they're all shaved. Like straight bald head.
0: No facial hair.
1: No facial hair.
0: Alright, I want to try something psionic.
1: Huh.
0: At short range from that table. Okay. Which is just the first level regional emotional state. Okay. And... I don't have anything on that spell that, like, increases the number of targets, but narratively what I'm trying to do is just be like, do these people all have the same stone-in-a-river vibe that Lily is? Okay. Three successes and one advantage.
1: You get, like, just a straight kind of flat vibe, very minimal signals, so to speak. Not a lot of, like, independent thought happening. Okay. And, like, those that are are very observational of, like, this food is cold. This room is crowded. That's okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Then I will approach that table a bit more coolly. What I want to do is just, like, casually walk past, like, one side of the table and then casually walk past the other side of the table just trying to get a closer look at people because I met Frank through a cell door. Right. And we, I don't know. Talked for ten minutes or something like that. So like I don't know him super well. If he's totally been shaved, there's a chance I just didn't recognize him from a distance. Okay.
1: So you take your time to look through. You can make another perception check then.
0: I'm just like kind of casually like sauntering past in one direction and the other. Okay. Trying to take a look at people without getting anybody to be like, Hey, why are you staring at me?
2: <laughs> that woman is staring at us. Yeah. Average check you said? Average with a
1: a black success. A lot of these fellows do look very like, okay, all these white guys look pretty much the same. All the black guys look pretty much the same. All the Latino guys kind of look the same. Uh, There's like a mix of about 12 fellows here. Uh, But you do spot Frank. He has a slightly distinct, like, scar on his face or something.
0: Okay.
1: He's just eaten his, like, soup or whatever.
0: So, I check my watch, see how much time I have before Vaughn expects
1: time. You have, like, one minute.
0: Okay. So I step up to where Frank is and I say
1: Step him with Darzing.
0: No. And and I say, Excuse me.
1: You excused? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they left a little bit of sarcasm.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. gonna try a leadership check, I think. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm gonna issue him an order.
1: Okay, what do you say?
0: I'm going to say you have an appointment with me after dinner. Don't leave the mess hall before it happens.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, that will be two purples.
2: Success! Yay, somebody's succeeding.
1: <laughs> Finally. Someone succeeds. Check. I will stay here to meet you an appointment after dinner.
0: All right. Now I go over to Vaughn.
1: Yep. Vaughn is like, hang on. Fifteen more seconds, and he's like filling out some final form. I fixed my braid. You fix your braid.
2: You're dating two guys, and I'm dating one guy, and introduced him to my kid.
1: Yes. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy times. Ah, please, please uh, uh, have a seat, I mean, we we can relax here.
0: Or fifteen minutes.
1: Well, we're, we're working, but you know, not you know, work can be fun too, right? Uh, Did those those forms? Uh, you get everything you needed? You asked for a
0: bunch of different forms. Well, I wanted to be sure to cover all of my bases.
1: Are you worried about possibly getting dismembered or dying in Dominion service?
0: You are aware of what's going on down on that planet, right? There's Zerg and there's fighting, and yeah, you know, not all of us sit behind a desk. Some of us are frontline.
1: I did not think you were a frontline soldier. Do you have your own power armor?
0: Not a soldier, so much as a scout sort of thing.
1: Is there a difference?
0: A uh, science vessel makes all the difference.
1: Oh, you're more of a pilot. You're a a scientist, see? That's really cool. Ooh, a science vessel. Here, getting those things certified is really difficult.
0: Well, this one is emoji quality.
1: The science vessel is? Filters. Oh, okay, okay.
0: It's clean enough for emoji airspace. That's right. I wish to attempt to gain useful information from Vaughn.
1: Okay, what do you want to try to extract from him in your 10-minute appointment? Totally not a date.
0: I want to kind of get, like, stats from him. Kind of like, how frequent are this type of discharge things? How frequent are those type of discharge things? Like, how many people are dying on the planet?
1: Okay. I think this is either a streetwise or a deception check. And I'm leaning towards streetwise to, like, lead the conversation to elicit this kind of information from him. Okay. Without him being aware that you're just, you know, maybe he should be protecting this information a little more carefully.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, So this will be a red and a purple. But I'll give you a blue because he will love to talk all about filing.
0: Plenty of successes. No threats or advantages.
1: Yeah, he uh, perhaps, like, kind of forgets that you're there and just starts rambling on about a lot of this stuff.
0: And I'm asking to kind of inform my decision about, like, if my goal is to get Frank out of here, what will be the best approach to take?
1: Yeah, so he's like, well, you know, it's probably split, uh, you know, like, 40... F- yeah, like, how often are, like, the bodies actually, like, you know, repatriated versus
0: just, like, left... For like,
1: he's like, well, they always recover. They almost always recover the power armor because that's really expensive. Whether the body is still in it or not, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the coroner, but it's like it's forty five percent like medical discharge, you know, forty five percent killed in action, and ten percent like honorable.
0: And what about like AWOL? How often do people go AWOL?
1: People go AWOL? <sighs> I don't know.
0: Or that's not very common off of a assault platform.
1: Yeah, it's like there's no, there's nowhere to go. And, like, what, you're going to go down to Planet and go AWOL and get eaten by the Zerg? When your alternative is worse than staying in the Dominion military, like, it's a pretty strong incentive to stay in the Dominion military. People might try to go AWOL, like, what they're stationed at Core Hall, I guess. But I imagine they put tighter controls in place. And If they catch you, whew, man, that's like an instant re
2: Alright.
1: Are you thinking about, like, signing up longer term? As a, as a scout?
0: No, but, you know, the news report... But Kate Lockwell needs to be as, as accurate as possible, and there there might be some uh, places for inserting uh, statistics blocks during the broadcast.
1: Oh, that's what, oh, do you, um, does she need to, like, interview someone from our office?
0: I don't know if she'll want anything like that on tape, but if you're willing to have these be attributed statements to yourself here. I mean, that's, pretty,
1: it would be really cool to get interviewed by Kate Lockwell. I mean, she's, she's always on TV, she's. Demonstrating a lot, really. She's like, she's like, what the Dominion stands for, you know. And what would you say the
0: Dominion stands for? Asking as an Emojian, I am.
1: I mean, they stand for humanity, right? Making uh, making the sector safe for humanity and Terrans everywhere, including Emoja right? Uh, we understand that Umoja doesn't have the you know necessary military to uh, protect themselves from threats like the Zerg or the United Earth Directorate or who knows what else the Protoss. The Dominion. Or even just Raider. What
0: <laughs> I said, the Dominion.
1: <laughs> so you know, it's it's the Dominion's responsibility to protect our weaker neighbors, uh, whether they even realize that or not. You can make like a like a vigilance check, or maybe a streetwise check to see like.
0: Does he believe what he's saying?
1: Does he believe what he's saying? Yeah, two purples.
0: I fail, but I have one advantage.
1: Yeah, you're not sure, but you can recover a strain since he's not giving you more grief at the moment. Okay. He's just distracted and your fifteen minutes are just about up, unless you had more you wanted to extract from him.
0: No, I think I've gotten some useful information out of him. Like, if there's a way to to get like Frank assigned to whatever action Durian and Lily are planning, and then like leave his power armor like blown up somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a possibility.
0: And then like, yeah, there's no way to go, AWOL well, except if you own your own ship and can take people away on it.
1: Okay, but like Durian can't find out.
0: I understand that. I understand that once again, shenanigans may be involved. But you know what? We have an escape pod attached to our science vessel. There's possibilities. And that was what Durian
1: gives you trouble, just shove him in the escape pod and (laughs) Sorry, pal. Didn't work out.
2: But I was dating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean for launching Durian out of our ship. I meant for hiding somebody else in. So really, this was like a brainstorming session for Imogen, and then I feel like she's gotten what she needs to out of it.
1: Okay. Well, our 15 minutes are just about up. Thank you.
0: I offer him a friendly handshake.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Give me a cool check. Two purples. Let's keep this professional.
0: It was a business meeting.
1: Yeah, business meeting.
0: Success with one advantage.
1: Uh, you kind of catch him off guard a little bit. And it like, was a good business meeting good, firm handshake. Uh, he looks perplexed but he collects himself. He's like, uh, yeah, it was really great. And you know what? If you could uh, connect me with Kate Lockwell, I, I would love to give an interview to her, I think.
0: I'll see what I can do.
1: I really appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.